This is Live from the Table, recorded at the world-famous Comedy Cellar in Greenwich Village. We are coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog, and the Laugh Button Podcast Network. Dan Natterman coming at you. Noam Dorman is back, baby. Present, present. I don't know what he was doing last week, but... Whatever uh, situation was, uh, you know, kept keeping hiding from the Omicron, Dan. Hiding well, from the Omicron. he, but no, he wasn't even on Zoom last week. Oh, last week, yeah, I, had, I took off last week. Okay, he doesn't even. I have needed to some me time last week. Well, I, I thought you had enough me time in between shows, but apparently you don't. <laughs> uh, Noam, welcome, Perry L. Ashenbrand, producer and on-air personality, just kind of snuck up on us. Who was on last week? Last week we had Dove. It was just a very comedy-oriented discussion. Did he, he, he didn't say anything we had to cut out. Usually Dove says a few things. He did. To, and you cut them out? Yes. In any case, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, as I said, a very comedy, comedy-oriented discussion for those who like the more comedy-oriented discussions we have on this show. Today will be a more political discussion, I assume, because we have Coleman News coming in just a little bit. Coleman has... Done our show before. He is a public intellectual. A he's a musician. Musician. He's a musician. Well, he he also has a popular podcast that discusses very popular philosophy and uh, topics of the day. Anyway, uh, before he gets there, I guess um, we should mention that Aziz Ansari's special that was taped right here at the Comedy Cellar is has dropped, as they say nowadays, on Netflix. I have not seen it, uh, but Noam, um, you've seen it. Is it good for the seller on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being the best publicity you could ask for. 1 being a complete disaster that'll kill the club. <laughs> Where would you put this special? Well, uh, a 10... Okay, if the Louis show was a 10... Yeah, I guess the Louis show would be a 10. I mean, like, then this was uh, this was an 8. This is very good. Well, it's, of course, it's only... Uh, the Louis show is on every week, but I guess this is this is on Netflix. People will be downloading it for Vice well, I mean, a while I, I, to come. I, I can only say, for the people who watch it, mm-hmm. it would be an eight for the comedy cell. Like, I mean, if nobody watches it, then you know that's a tree that falls in the forest. But assuming, for, so if, if somebody saw the Louis show, they saw Louis going down in the intro into the club. So that was like a big endorsement of the club. I thought. That's like a 10, so people would come from all over just to take a picture of the club and take pictures of themselves walking down the stairs, recreate the opening to Louis, whatever. Of course, later on, it kind of backfired. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, no, later on, it actually, I think it the opposite of backfired. You know, I think that Louis scandal was probably good for the club overall at the yeah, end yeah. of the day. So, you know what's good for the club, Dan? Having good com- good comedy on a nightly basis. That's It's not publicity... It's not anything. It's you just have to be consistent and have good. Yes, shows but as night. we, as you've said, the Louis Show kind of took things to another level in terms of the the uh, the crowds, the number of shows that you. It were did, able- but we, but but they would have come once and then not come again. If the shows weren't good, is yeah. What Noam's it, but, but keep, and it was already growing even when Louis did it. But then, yeah, we we did get a boost from Louis. But I've seen in, in my career. So many clubs that, like, somebody famous went there, and it was a big buzz around, and everybody just piled in. And 10 months later, they were empty again because people came, and they're like, you know, all right, right. Well, I'm not coming here again. But we, we, we had people come, and then they kept coming and coming and coming. I and, think. Uh, <clears throat> well, so it's both, then. you you, you got to get them in the door, and, and maybe Louis and Aziz helped in that regard. But once Absolutely. they're in the door, you got to give them a product that they— uh, But I'll tell you one thing. The Aziz— the Aziz show looks fantastic 
Like for years, nobody's ever been able to shoot a, a, a special in the actual original cellar room. They shoot in the underground because it's bigger. But he did it. And I mean, I don't know who his cinematographer was. The lighting is warm. It looks great. It looks exactly like the comedy cellar. It feels exactly like it feels at the comedy cellar. That's not always the case on TV. They did a great job. And, of course, you can see the Comedy Cellar logo prominently displayed the whole time, I gather. Again, I haven't seen it. Yet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of the Comedy Cellar logo... Not only that, but he also has um, video of himself the first time he ever performed at the Cellar in a bringer show that we used to do early. That had that guy, you might remember his name, I don't remember his name. He used to take the early hours and do a bringer show. Remember that? But when a... was that? In the early 2000s? Uh, yeah, or, or late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. I don't think Aziz goes back to the late 90s. Maybe he so, so early 2000s. Probably the early 2000s. So he has know. video of himself walking down the street, walking into the into the club. It, I mean, he must a have little been like kid. 20 years old. At mu- I mean, or younger. I mean, a teenager. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's so, so it's really, you know, comedy. So, and he talks about this as the first place he's at stand-up comedy. Well, that, that, that's, yeah, it's, it does sound like an eight, you know, judging by what you're saying. Yeah. Now, now, what about, uh, speaking of, as I mentioned, the Comedy Cellar. It could even be a nine. Comedy Cellar logo, the Amazon commercial that features Napoleon doing stand-up, standing in front of a uh, a sign that looks just like the Comedy Cellar sign. Has has anybody, <sighs> I mean, I think we've, I think I've brought this up before, but are people noticing? Are you, how many emails are you getting uh, regarding that? I, I get a steady stream, especially text messages from friends. They, they showed it like at every NFL game. And, I mean, Amazon didn't ask us permission. They're supposed to. It's outrageous. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think Amazon knows. Amazon hires an ad agency. The well, ad the a- ad agency certainly knows. And, and, the ad, and the ad agency, in turn, hires writers. And I mean, has writers on staff, I suppose. But one of them might have just come up with that. And, you know, and nobody knew. But No way. Well... No way. That's not not a thing. It's, no, no. Well, it's, it's possible that whoever oversees it at Amazon didn't recognize the seller. It's not, we're not like a household image. Um, but just to know the extent of what they did, the there's a stained glass, you know, it's a stained glass copy of our sign. And if you look at it, even the the cuts of the glass, the geometry of the glass, which are random kind of, are exactly the same as ours. So they literally traced of course. Our, or, or took a picture of our sign and put it through Photoshop and used it for their own sign. That's probably what they did. I mean, it's exactly the same. It's so much the same. And then the brick and then the wainscoting, you know, the wainscoting is like a dark wood. Yeah. That I have to look closely to know if it's the comedy seller or it's... it's well, it says Na- Napos. Yeah, you have, it's Napoleon. Well, but not, but not every shot you can see the... Because the comedian kind of obscures... The word a little bit. If you sued them, if you sent Nap- a Nap- cease, I think it's Napos. But whatever it is. For Napoleon. A cease and desist, I think any court. Yeah, but the, there's the, nothing in it for Noam for them to cease and desist. Noam wants him to continue. Well, they should pay him. You're not allowed to use somebody else's logo for your own financial gain without compensating them for it, is what I learned in law school. Well, yes, but, you know, it's kind of good. I kind of like it. Wouldn't you like it better if they gave you, like, I don't know, compensated you for it? Well, I suppose if there were a seven-figure check yeah, well, uh, there that should was be. at stake, you might you might not refuse it. But I, I don't think it would be that. Well, well no, I have, my be. idea is I don't, I don't, I don't, you can't see this. Do you have a camera? we have a camera anywhere? Are we on camera? Yeah. Where, where's the camera? Here? Yours is 
Can, can you okay, see that? So, yeah. Noam, so Noam made a uh, Comedy Cellar logo that right looks there, like right it looks there. just like the Amazon logo with the little That's swoosh, swoosh, the little orange uh, arrow. I, that, I, I found the Amazon font. And yeah, it's exactly like that's like totally. Did you see it, Nicole? Yeah, that's perfect. That's totally Amazon, right? That's great. So what I thought I would do is start using this logo for something. That is so funny. And then have Amazon complain, right? And I'd be like, "What chutzpah? Like you're going to complain about me using your logo when you just finished using my logo?" Oh my God, we have. And to... I thought that maybe it gets that'd be funny. Like that, that would, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it would is. be a good thing. That'd be great press, right? Amazon so, complains but, after. But where are you going to use that logo on the website? Make shirts, make sweatshirts. On the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I haven't figured that part out yet. Well, but this commercial is not going to go on forever, so you might well want to strike while the iron is hot. I, I mean, No, I, I want the commercial to stay on as long as... No, what I'm saying, it may not stay on, so you might, you might want to get but, moving but, but, on well, it. What I'm saying is I don't want them to... I don't know. I, I, it's, it, I'm saying if you're going to put this logo up, you should do it sooner rather than later. But what I would really like is for them to do more Comedy Cellar ads... More ads featuring yeah, yeah. I mean, it, figures from history doing stand-up. But the thing is, even though it does probably benefit the club, and it is flattering, and my kids think I'm awesome, you're right. They're supposed to pay you for that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this is, this is the, the richest man in the world. Listen. And, uh, he, 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 uh, there you oh, yeah, go. There it is. So no, come on! It's crazy. <laughs> it's completely out of control. So now, can is, we put up next to it the comedy cellar? Um, and the colors are the same too. I think is it the blue and red? See, no, it's exactly the same. So I mean, uh, I, I'll, I'll whatever. So we got an email. Well, Dan, you sent an email to the two of us, and you said whatever happened to that to that Scrabble episode because um, David Stone, I believe his name one was. You know, he took the time to come right. to the show. It's David Stone, who is a a one of the comedy seller, one probably the biggest comedy seller fan. Him and Andy Barron, the two guys are here. Not right anymore, now. right? Well, he did it. We had him on the show when he talked about Scrabble because he's a big Scrabble guy. And the show never aired. And then he contacted me. Hey, what happened to the Scrabble show? Right. Scrabble episode. Which was I a- said, well, I'll, co- I'll inquire. I-, I didn't know that it didn't air. So. so, which was a very reasonable question coming from you. And your tone was totally. Um, well, there was no tone. I, I, te- right, I texted you. No, you emailed us. Or emailed. Yeah, but you took a tone. No, he did not take a tone. You took a tone. <laughs> and Noam goes, yeah, I'd like to know if it aired too. So I immediately went into like panic mode, like, oh my God, did I fuck up somehow? And I start like digging through our past episodes and I see that the episode did not air. Now there's only one reason why an episode would not air. Is if Noam told me not to air it because he wanted to edit something out of it. Is that, do we all agree on that? Is that fair? I agree that that would be a reason. I, I don't know that in this case that would that happen or not. Okay. Noam? Huh? I'm not it... listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that but... would be a reason. Okay. That's really the only reason. Well, you have reason. a way with a story. I go back. I find. And so I said that to Noam. I mm. said, the only reason I wouldn't air it is if you told me not to. Because you wanted to edit something out. So I go back. And I find an email from him. From Noam. Don't run this episode. I need to edit X, Y, and Z out, which I sent to him with the episode link and to Sirius Radio. Nicole Lyons, right? Yeah, that's me. Okay, go ahead. And Noam goes, with a tone, well, how could I edit it out if I never got it? 
Thankfully, <sighs> I found the trail that he was sent it that very night. Well, no, but it looks like you've been caught dead to rights. Made <laughs> <laughs> in, in a rare, uh, in a rare victory for Periel. No, sorry, no. Next time. No, I didn't realize till today that you that was an old email you sent. Me. I thought because you just, he doesn't I, read my emails. I don't listen to you. Why would I read your emails? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the thing. I guess she sent it to me. I guess, or she and, sent and, it to uh, me. She sent it to me. Okay. What, what, what month was this? October. October 21st, to be exact. Well, the 21st was, was the anniversary of a terrible event to me. And <laughs> and I forgot, or I, I whatever, I, I didn't get to it. And uh, she's the fucking producer, and she has a show to put on. So she think on the 23rd, she say, listen, I need that show back. We didn't air it. An, an email he also would not have read. And it's, or call me like like she's the producer. I'm the I'm talent. I, I I know what it's like to cater to talent because I cater to talent all the time. I I we well, have I think I have role, I think I say one thing. I, I have comedians who never call in their avails. We call them again and again and again and again. You think I'd say David Tell? Uh, sorry, Dave, you didn't answer. Uh, we we booked New Year's without you. We we contact them again and again and again until we get an answer. So go ahead. Well, man. I think the roles are, uh, you know, ill-defined. She is the producer. At the same time, your role is more than just on-air talent. So, um, and you do tend to ignore emails. She is responsible for putting the show on. In any case. But I did put a show on because it was, we had it banked as an extra episode. Is the show um, going to be edited? Is it, first yeah. of all, yeah, I'm going to take care of it. Is it, it time sensitive? No, I, I think I, I think we made some sort of mis, okay. Mis, mis we spoke we, ha- about, we have you know said transvestite instead of transsexual or something something stupid like that. I wanted to edit out. Oh great! Now I'm going to have to edit that out of this, and this also isn't going to air. No, no. We, I, I said like if somebody misspoke. I don't think it was me. It was you, and I know exactly <laughs> what it was too. <laughs> Whatever it was, somebody it was it was a slip of the tongue kind of thing. Right. It, like, it was your slip. It wasn't of like the any tongue. kind of you know. It certainly wasn't mine. You wouldn't be like hold the episode, Periel. I don't want to. I don't want to air what you said. Listen, um, we have we do have a little issue here, which is Coleman fucked up, um, but he can be here in thirty minutes. No, no. Tell him we'll do it next week. Okay. Yeah, but then we have nothing for this week. No, this was going great. This is great. Um, <laughs> we'll do it next week. We'll do it. Did you invite another comic? Because uh, Periel said, well, should I have another comic on? And I said, well, if Noam insists, then book another comic. If Noam doesn't exi- insist. I didn't insist. Okay. Well. Wait, if Coleman would be here in 30 minutes. No, no, it's too late. because I'm just gonna t- would be. Well, too- I have a spot. So, yeah, yeah, it's too late. I mean, we can do it after my spot. We can come back up, but I don't know how that it's plays. It's fine. In. He can do. We what? can do it next week. It's fine. Oh, so there's so Nicole put on the on the screen there, so you can see, they're they're identical. Um, I don't know why the the one on the the, the Amazon ba- the one Vegas is dark. One look, Maybe that's just our. The our, Vegas one looked a little different. The last one that was posted, but yeah, that, this that's that's. I mean, I mean, come on, it's outrageous. Oh no, on here you can't see. It. Here it's very clear, right? I mean, look at that. So look, so look, so I can take the camera. So you see, like, look at the look at the the way the panes of glass are cut. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. See how they're identical on the left side. Yeah, they're. I don't know if they're identical on. The yeah, they're identical. The whole thing is identical. They 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 copied the whole thing. Didn't your father have that made? Uh, they 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 can they made it squarer. They they cut chop that out. Um, my yeah, of course yeah. we had it made. And so the, it's- and the blue and the blue on the outside, and then there's red inside the blue. Yeah, I mean it's it's obviously the same thing, but yeah. okay. The spotlights are. Uh, I mean, there's little, there's slight little changes. They it, because they they made it a little squarer. 
dimension-wise. And they don't have green. They don't have a green letter. Their letters are blue, white, and um, red. You're re- re- yeah, they went with a slightly different color scheme. Uh, probably it's the colors of the French flag, I think, Dan. What's cool? Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Though. Ooh, yeah. nice. Somebody, somebody well, that's Mike Pesca told me that. Yeah, that's a good point. So red, white. They're red, white, and blue. Yeah, so that's 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 badly colored, but it's actually red. It just, for whatever reason, looks I am going red. to officially go on record here saying that this was not, like, an oversight. Like, what do you mean an oversight? That nobody was like, oh, I found this thing. I'm just going to use it. Like, this was knowingly sort of ripped off. Like, 100%. Yeah, of course. Of course it was knowingly ripped off. But question is, they might have a legal theory which uh, allowed them to feel like they um, they didn't need to, to pay us. But I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm really fine with it. By the way, speaking of the French flag, these... These are the kinds of things that interest me. Maybe I don't know if it's of interest to you, but you know, in 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 English, we refer to our flag as the red, white, and blue. It's always in that order. We'll never say blue, white, and red. It's always red, white, and blue. And in French, it's always blue, blanc, rouge, blue, white, and red. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. But for some reason, we always say it in that order, just like we always say black and white. It's black and white. We never say white and black. So American flag, you know, I'm embarrassed to say this. It's hard for me to picture the American flag, but the stripes are, okay, what, what color are the stripes? Red and white. Yeah, stripes are red and white. And what color is the? Blue and white. And the stars, right. So maybe because red and white stripes and then blue. I don't know. I just think for some reason it, it just flows off the tongue better that way, red, white, and blue. Or maybe we're just used to it. Blue, white, and red. White, 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 blue doesn't doesn't white, white, red, no, but blue, 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 red, and white. It may just be blue, red, and white. It may just be sounds better. It may be just that we're used to it. I don't know, but I think it's I think it's sort of interesting. So yeah, I have always say it that way. You You say you could just stop there. (laughs) I I would have trouble like immediately like picturing what I know it's red, white, and blue, but like I could get confused. Like, are the stripes blue and red? Like I I could I could mess that up. Trump messed that up one time actually. I wouldn't mess it up if I, if I saw it. I would know right away that it was wrong, like a multiple choice. But like just picture it in my head, I would have to. I have to say no, I mean, I, I'd love to be able to tell you everything's all going to be all right, but uh, I, I think that that's unusual. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Nicole. I mean, I, I know you're a woman. A few words on the show, but is is that is that an issue for you, or do you uh, is it do you readily know that the stripes are red and white and the Stars are white and blue. Um, I think I know that, but in terms of like why it's said that way, I have no. Well, no, no. In terms of would you, if somebody told you to describe the American flag, would you have any difficulty saying yes? The stripes are red and white, and the stars are white on a field of blue. Would that be of any difficulty for you? No. All right. Yeah, I, there, there might be, but I, I think I've always been that way. Well, um, yeah. I mean, some people are much less visual than. Others could be Farquhar syndrome. Excuse me. I just made that up. Um, but I, I do worry about uh, dementia. You think it's dementia? No, no. I, I, no. I was just sort of busting your balls. First of all, even if he does, what different? What is he a doctor? Like, who the hell cares if he thinks it's dementia? Like, what does he know the signs of dementia? Believe me. <laughs> Did you read Dan's book? I'm not through <laughs> it yet. He. 
Are you not through it yet? Mm-hmm. All right. Excuse me. Have you read my books? So, plural. Well, so anyway, getting points. Like, wait, there is clear that Dan spends a good amount of his time. Dan probably knows more symptoms <laughs> than, than a medical school student. Okay, Dan. Dan has researched everything, including dementia. He'd probably be a good doctor. Well, actually, I mean, Dan. I, I, you know, short-term memory problems are right are the first symptoms of dementia. So if you you know, order something and forget you ordered it, then I might start, then then you might worry. But if that's not an issue for you, then I, I don't think you need to worry about the flag. No, because you'll, like, know every word of some book. Song or from so- the 70s. Yeah, song. <laughs> I just, I don't think he's particularly, like, visually inclined in that way. I can be. I, I'm good at, I'm good at, at like I'm good at, I'm good at, uh, like, I did that Amazon logo. I'm good at that. Yeah, that's well. That I mean, that's not that hard. Well, but I'm do. I'm good at that Fucking stuff. I'm good font at font and an uh, and an arrow. I'm good at laying things out. Well, how how late did Coleman say he was going to be? How when did Coleman say he could be here? Well, it's two eight now. Well, I'm asking Noam. It's a oh, memory. Uh, Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. There you go. Yeah, you don't have to mention. <laughs> Who's Coleman? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I'd said that. <laughs> um, that's funny. But th- there is something else. I had had a I had had um a logo that I did one time. I think it was for the for the underground debates, where I played with the colors of the flag, and I think that got into my memory too. Mm. So I so I have this kind of like distorted uh, colors of the flag thing also. That's that's mixing it up. Let me look that up. But go ahead. Um, what other talking points that I have? We had um, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson, who uh, who died, uh, I guess a week ago or so. At 68 from uh, cancer, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody... He, he never played here, I don't think. Did he know him? Not to my knowledge. I uh, in, the, in the 90s, I'm just, it's just staggering to me that the, the large chunks of time that go by, like it's nothing at all. But in the 90s, I did his show, The Louis Anderson Showcase, which I think aired on NBC. Mm. So we went out to... Los Angeles to perform. He was the host. It was called the Louis Anderson Showcase. I think Voss, Ridge Voss, was on an episode with me, and he hosted it. And it was just a series of stand-ups. So it was just, um, you know, everybody did five minutes or whatever. It was okay. one of my first TV appearances, and it was so exciting. I would love to see that. Well, I don't think there's any way you could. Fi- I mean, maybe you could dig and find it somewhere, maybe on the internet or something. I don't know. Um, but that was my interaction with Louis, uh, with Louis Anderson. Very. I did it twice. It was it filmed at the Santa Monica Pier. I want, I'm gonna. Fi- I mean, listen. If I can find all of these guests, well, that may, maybe. But you know, this week. is the '90s. I mean, but it was taped, so NBC must have it. NBC might have it, but right. So you just have so you. you I mean, if, assuming they're willing to give it to you. Well, I'll give it to you, but well, yeah. I'm not asking for it. But well, I would be asking. Um, you know, as a representative of. I mean, well, we, if you can find it, that'd be really interesting to see because it was at the very early part of my stand-up career. I know. That's why I said I want to find well, it. Oh, yeah, but I encourage you to do so. Um, <laughs> by the way, wh- why is Coleman late? Did- well, he misunderstood. He didn't realize that he um, was supposed to come in person. He misunderstood oh, Why that. couldn't he zoom in? Well, well, who's zooming who? He could, except the... He give us that option. I mean, I didn't really think that it was an option. You came in, she, so why is she? Is, the, he... is she like? Well, no, um, wait, no, no. But no, she no. knows the stripe colors. No, no, no. Slow down, okay? You came in so we could do it in person because it felt like an episode that we should all be here for because it's important. 
Don't don't just like it's like I'm just like being like dismissive like I don't care. Do you want Coleman next do, week or do you want him by Zoom Zoom Zoom? You want to Zoom right now? <sighs> well, it's up to you. I, mean, I don't know what you're annoyed at. Like, excuse me. For I, like, I wanted a Zoom. She says, no, you have to come into a very important episode. I I'm did like, not say you have to come in. Don't make me read the text She message. said, please come in. It's a very important episode. That's I'm like, why I is said. it a very important episode? Because Coleman is a socially important video. I'm like, because yeah, Coleman, of course, is important, but I don't, we've had other guests that are important. I don't think Zooming means I think it's less important. I said, all right, I'll come in. So I came in, and of course, Coleman's not here because he, he thought it was Zooming. So she says, he's because he, he can be here in a half an hour, but she never said... Or he could just zoom in now. But I don't think he should zoom in now. And for the record, I don't like it when you do this. I didn't say you have to come well, in. Well, the question, I think a better question is, if you really want to, if you're really looking to get it, Perry, which you you are, uh, typically, um, why did Coleman, why was he under the impression that he was zooming? Because was there he any misunderstood. No, I mean, All he right. misunderstood. He said it himself. Misunderstood what? Let's see. Let's let's play. Okay, ready? Let's play. By the way, could you draw a Union Jack? Uh, with great difficulty. No, I couldn't get the colors right. I mean, I know what it looks like, but I don't. What does it look like? It's like it's it's a. I think it's blue, and then you got you got a plus sign, and then across the plus sign you have two diagonal. Lines. So how do you know that? Because I because I I live in the world, and the Union Jack I, is. I couldn't do that. But I but I think each stripe has like different colors to it. Let me see. So go ahead. Tell tell us what you wrote to Coleman. Yeah, that's what I said. It's weird. It's got, it's got, it's got, it's got like stripes that are like one two thirds white and one third red, and it's it's confusing. It would be uh, yeah, it would be difficult to reproduce faithfully, yeah. but I'd get the general idea. Let me see, please. No, you read about Coleman. I'm going to read the whole. She'll thing. bring up a Union Jack. The call, okay, uh, I, I'm going to. You can redeem yourself with the Canadian flag. I have no idea. What the, it's a maple leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. but but there's more to it than that. Yeah, so that's what you, go ahead. There's a maple leaf, but there's there's it's it's a maple leaf on a field of white, but then there's. There's a little, a little. Are there two bars or something? Two bars, yeah, on either side that are red, I believe. Can we get the Canadian flag? Up? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Periel. I mean, I don't really want to throw Coleman under the bus because I love him. Go ahead. All oh, right, that's good. Good. What? What? No, the rape leaf. I forgot about the. Go ahead. Hi and Mazel Tov. The video's so so good. If you'd like. If you'd like, this is a couple weeks ago. If you'd like to come on Seller Pod um, to promote, you're more than welcome. Or tomorrow, but no one won't be there. Right? Yeah. She said that like it's like a profound, uh, like. It is. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Did he not, did he, did not say, no one won't be there. Go ahead. Right. So it's clear that you're not coming in, right? Like at no point does anybody mention, even mention Zoom throughout any of this conversation. Well, we're living in 2022. No, 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 no. If it makes you feel any better for a second, I, I, I thought it was 2021. No, no, no. But listen, I book guests every week for this show. If it's Zoom we're going to do but it. But he's Zoomed in before. That doesn't matter. If it's Zoom, I say it's via Zoom, and I will send you a link before the show. But you're at a disadvantage here because he's one of the smartest people in the country. Well, we can have... And you're... And you're <laughs> I'm going to call him because he just said... <laughs> and you're not. Well, depends who you The Japanese have. flag is probably the easiest one, right? Hey, Periel, I missed this. Oh, yeah, the, ri yes. the sun rising. Yeah, Does okay, it have anything because else I'm on right. It? It's just a, gr a orange dot, I think. I don't know if it has anything else. Go ahead, Periel. 
Can we get the and Japanese today, Israeli flag? Is it a blue yeah, and white? Just, just star Hi, I'm just confirming tonight at 7.15. Good. Yes, ma'am. Perfect. If you want to send me a bio or anything else you'd like us to mention, please do. And then just now, hey, did you send a Zoom link? And I said, oh, my okay. God, you were coming it, it, in. It, it, and he said, oh, shit. I misunderstood. It, it God well, damn it. It wasn't explicit. I mean, in, in two I do. I have to. And believe me, I'm trying to be impartial. I know. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Again, I book guests every single week for this show. I have never once had somebody say, oh, shit. Where's the Zoom link? Okay. No, this is how we lost up. our last producer, by the way. The, 2000, <laughs> 2022, I have to agree with Noam, especially in a pandemic okay. situation. You have to be more explicit. Okay, well... I think you have to... I mean, you cannot... There's nothing to be lost by saying, by the way, this is in-studio, not Zoom. Okay. There's nothing to be lost by saying that, and I think that would have been okay. better to have said that. Okay, right. fair so, enough. So, so, so we're going to have to cut this. And lo, lo, uh, so we have our... This is supposed to air on Sirius tomorrow, so talk a little about Louis Anderson. Uh, my next guest is named uh, Louis Anderson. He's a comedian. He's making his first appearance on national television, and he's going to be opening tomorrow night in Las Vegas, the new comedy store... At the Dunes Hotel, and he'll be there through Sunday night. Would you welcome, please, Louis Anderson? Being in California, being fat, and uh, trying to get into this California life. Went to the beach the other day. Every time I'd lay down, people would push me back into the water. (laughs) Hurry up, he's dying. And the bums down at the beach always coming up to you, those guys. Hey, buddy, could you help me out with a sandwich? Well, sure, where is it? (laughs) Of course, what brought me to California was the Olympics. I was, uh, tried every event for the Olympics. Uh, Tried that pole vault. I drove that sucker right into the ground. I did a good thing, though. I straightened out those uneven parallel bars. (laughs) Broad jump, killed her. (laughs) I did his show in Santa Monica in the late 90s. What was he famous for? Well, first of all, he was in Coming to America, the first and the 30-year-later uh, sequel. He played the guy that worked at the McDowell's, you know, the McDonald's knockoff. Uh, I didn't actually see the sequel, but um, he was in that one, too, I believe, right? Was he, was he considered— He was a- also in a sitcom. Wasn't he in a sitcom recently? Was he considered uh, uh, one of the better comics? Well, you know, I have to say that if in the Pantheon—I mean— no, I mean, if you had said, well, who are the, you know, the, the comics, that the comics themselves, you know, regard as, as the greatest, then he wouldn't have been on that list, neither would Bob Saget have probably been on that list. Well, Bob Saget was beloved. Bob Saget was more of a TV personality. He was the guy from Full House. He was the guy from America's Funniest Home Video. What do you think the, the, the life insurance premiums are on an overweight comic? <laughs> Uh, well, he died of cancer, so I don't know that it was related to his weight, but but still, they they well, ca- every everything, including cancer, is related to weight. Well, it uh, belly fat uh, is related to cancer. But he my, seemed really beloved. But my goodness, a lot of 
portly comics. Well, Sagitt was not. Uh, no, I'm not talking about Sagitt. I'm talking about like Belushi, John Candy, uh, um, Louis Anderson, Ralphie May. Uh, uh, anyone else? The guy downstairs uh, who. Uh, Chris uh, Farley. Chris Farley. Jo- um, William Stevenson. Yeah, William Stevenson. William Stevenson. He wasn't. He wasn't as, uh, known for like being fat, but he had a big belly. Um, yeah, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. You're not supposed to say that anymore, right? That's fat shaming. Well, I don't think it's fat well, shaming. Um, to, yeah, you can be fat or heavy I and think be it's fat shaming when you make jokes about it, not when you say very matter-of-factly, well, it, you know, it's probably best if you can lose weight to do so. Yeah. Well, it's, it's best to be healthy. If you're bigger, like, you can still no, be I, healthy. I don't know at what point overweight becomes unhealthy. I mean, one can have a belly uh, and, 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 and not be unhealthy, in fact, most people in their 50s and 60s probably do have a belly. Well, I don't know if that's true. I don't really. I'm pretty good. Want to see? Well, I don't need to see it. No, I'm just going to stop. Well, look, it's not, it's not when you were in your 20s, I'm sure it was a lot, it was a lot less there, I would imagine. Yeah, but this is pretty, this is pretty good for 60, okay? 59. He's fat shaming you. 59. Yeah, it's it's as good as as you're probably going to get at that age, you know, without a lot of work and effort. Now, I'm trying to do some intermittent fat. Now, if you, I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to get into this, yeah. Um, now we're talking. I mean, you want to talk about lean and mean? Yeah. You know, this is this is now we're at another level here. But that's pretty I'm, good. I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a few years younger than you, but not outrageously so. But I had a, I had years of hard living. You didn't. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you know what? I you you're right. I never explicitly said. <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't. And um, well, I think in again, I think in 2022, yeah, an explicit I clarification do, I do, would have yeah, been preferable. I do usually explicitly say. And I you can't even kiss a girl in 2022 without getting like no, no. You're right. I didn't. The thing is, is because it was Coleman. It didn't even occur to me that he might zoom in. Like obviously he's well because come he in. comes here so often. Yeah, it didn't even. He comes here for the for the for the for the fries and the and and the free. Uh, you know, uh, he plays in the band every Monday. No, but he comes here. He was too. also here the other night. With, um, he does. With, I mean, I fucked up, but he also like it's not like a crazy thing to assume that. Um, he would have been here. And what does that mean? That's how you lost your last producer. We lost our last producer because there was a, there was a mishap mm-hmm. that involved not being clear with the guest. Mm. And the guest didn't show up. Mm. And he wouldn't, um, they wouldn't uh, <laughs> uh, acknowledge the error. Mm. And then I got into it with them. Wait, is it a them? I'm just saying them. And um, Wait, we're talking about the producer, Steven? <laughs> yeah no so and and um and then and then Juanita got into it with um, them and he said fuck this shit I'm out of here he quit well yeah yeah I didn't fire him he quit them. Well, um, wait, so even to them these days? No, I just didn't want to, in case <laughs> she listened. Oh, okay. In case she was listening, I oh, didn't want to, I didn't want to give her away. Yeah. Well, but I, I don't think that, I mean, is that secret information? No, but, but they are sensitive. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought you meant they in the, in the, in I know, I was, they, I was purposely being, so uh, funny. uh, 
Um, no, but oblique, I'm... Oblique, is that the word? No, I, I always say you can come in in person or if you're not in New York or prefer to Zoom. And I didn't say that to Coleman. Oh, you don't have to convince us. <laughs> um, no, but... Uh, okay, well, whatever. Are you enjoying this, Nicole? Yeah, I'm having a blast. <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk well, about COVID. I, oh, go ahead. Good. Well, there's just a few possible topics just to give you the range yes. of possible topics before you, you know, you you you, you yeah. Go ahead. Uh, pick one. Uh, uh, the Ukraine. Okay. Um, Joe Rogan and and apparently Neil Young said I don't want I don't want Spotify playing my shit because Joe Rogan's spreading misinformation about COVID. Or any other COVID news. If there's other COVID news, I don't know. Well, Ukraine. So so, so I had a funny thing on Ukraine today. First of all, I mean, I don't bore anybody with Ukraine. But I have this guy I talk politics with sometimes. And he always, when he disagrees with me, he's never like, no, I, I see it differently, blah, blah, blah. He's always like, you're an idiot. You're a this. You're, you're, you don't understand. What you're, like, always like really like dismissive. Oh, wow. I can't imagine what that's like. So, um he, I, I'd written something about Ukraine. It doesn't even matter what it was. And he writes me back. Oh, is that that like weird dude? What's his name? He's like a skinny. Don't say another guy's <laughs> name, please. <laughs> his name, but like you argue with him on Facebook a lot. No, 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 it's not him. Okay. So um, he, he writes back. He says, "No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're you're not seeing the big picture." And I got annoyed. You know, I'm like, I am seeing the big picture. I said, I said, I am seeing the big. I'm not missing anything. I am seeing the big picture. So then what I did is. <laughs> I, I had a hunch. I researched it, and I found an article, and I and I quoted the article. An, an article that basically said the same opinion as me, and I quoted verbatim in a WhatsApp message. Is two paragraphs from this article. I I cut and pasted it, as if it was coming from me, mm -hmm. luring him in. Right. And he answered me. And I couldn't have gotten. He answered me. I'm blown away by the rant you just wrote. It's intellectual drivel, huh. not based on anything on the ground. These guys were our natural allies. Blah, 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 because, uh, instead, they are our enemies. Why? Because of the dumb stuff you wrote. So you just wrote. And then I wrote back, I'm sorry, I forgot to paste the link. That was Henry Kissinger. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's possible he disagrees with Henry Kissinger. I know, but point, yes, it's, that's fine. Yeah. But the fact that it's intellectual drivel. All right. When it's the and then not seeing the big picture, when it's written by the guy, one of the greatest big picture seers of international relations in the history of the world, right? This is Henry Kissinger. Uh, it just like I, I, it just. Henry Kissinger was also the one who used to cross dress. Is that right? Is that Henry? No, that's Jay. No, that's Jay Edgar, Edgar Hoover. Jay Edgar Hoover. That's. You should try to get him on the podcast. Um, is he still alive? No. But Kissinger is, and he's not. Kissinger is. He's yeah. He's so so anyway, so that's what happened. Crazy, and I, I mean, I I I got such pleasure out of that. You I mean, are... did he respond to that? <laughs> I can't write what he. I can't write what he wrote. Why I, read I, it? No, I can't. Why we don't know who it is? I can't. But anyway, yeah, I, it's just like he couldn't got this intellectual drivel. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to write. I forgot to paste the link." Yeah, it, that's it good. It was Kissinger. <laughs> um, but on and Ukraine, I mean, this I had one thought about it. I don't know if it's profound or not. Or two thoughts. The two thoughts were that when Biden uh, misspoke or whatever, and he said that, uh, you know, we, we would essentially say that we tolerate a, a minor incursion, but we'd only react if it was a major incursion. You know what I'm referring to? I uh, know, but uh, no, he got in trouble because almost like he was inviting, inviting the Russians to invade. I had a feeling, well, you know what? Now that he kind of put his foot in his mouth, 
it's going to cause him to react, to take a tougher stance on Ukraine than he otherwise might have. So it's got, it's not, it might not be what everybody thinks. It may not be that it's going to encourage the Russians. They might be smart enough to realize, oh no, he just said that. Now he's in political trouble. So now he's under pressure to stand up to us more than he was prior. And that's, you know, that, that was one thought I had. The second thought I had is that this thing about we're going to make the Russians pay penalties. I don't think they give a shit about penalties. I think when we suck that they're going to pay a steep penalty for this, I think that's our way of trying to convince ourselves that we're not wimping out. Did, did, did Biden threaten military action or he? Or? No, he didn't threaten military action. But so it's sanctions. Yeah, but Putin doesn't give a shit about sanctions. He only cares about keeping himself in power till he dies. Russian, the Russians are used to hard times, and you know, even the sanctions against Saddam Hussein, that whole oil for food thing. Remember, I mean, oil, oil uh, yeah, was it oil, oil, oil? It was the oil embargo against Iraq, but there was some, there was some oil for food thing with that too. But anyway, it all got, it was all porous, and they sold as much oil as they ever did. These sanctions barely work. Um, so I, I just, there's part of me that says we should, we should stand up with military action. I know that's, people say that's crazy, but do you think he would invade Ukraine if he knew that NATO was ready to fight? I mean, it's not going to be a nuclear war. It is oil for food. Oil for food, yeah. Um, she looked, I mean, the record show, she, she looked well, it up to try to show what, 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 what is no, not at all. <laughs> that's, that's what you would do. By the way, there is a movie yes. on Netflix that I just saw that just came out. It didn't drop because it's, it's a political movie, you know, so I'm not going to say that it dropped, but it came <laughs> out, a, it's, it's a historical movie, uh, called, um, the edge of war Munich or something like that. It's about, it's fictional, but it's about, um, Neville Chamberlain going to Munich to sign that treaty allowing Hitler to invade the Sudetenland. And, you know, they try to, like, uh, they, they, this guy tries to, this guy that's German, but he's against Hitler, tries to stop him and, like, tell him that Hitler is a madman. Well, anyway, um, so, uh, you know, it just it just came out. I, I, is it analogous? I don't know. Um, I mean, the, the thing is, so the analogies are tough. So first of all, Ukraine has always had like like a, a quasi Siamese twin relationship with Russia. There's, there's a lot of Russians in Ukraine, a lot of Russian culture, right? They also try to be independent. Um but and you know, I don't think Hitler is going to try to gobble up all of Europe, but he might try to start Putin. Putin, but I don't, but he might try to retake Soviet the countries that were part of the Soviet Union. And we we are very nervous about anything military. We got stuck in Afghanistan, stuff stuck in Iraq. But this isn't Afghanistan or Iraq. We're not like trying to build a new democracy out of mud. It's a stable country, and we're going to repel an invasion. And what would be so terrible about NATO saying, "Okay, if you got if Ukrainian army wants to fight, we'll fight also." Like what would be? And maybe that would be enough for Putin to say, "Uh, you know." I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna follow. Well, how, this. but didn't Putin say that he's not going to invade? I mean, no, maybe. he hasn't said that yet. I mean, he says we have no plans, but he has a hundred thousand tr- troops on the border. So anyway, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. Does Putin give a shit what anybody says? I mean, this guy is like, by all accounts, just like a complete gangster, isn't he? 
He's yeah, like, pro, yes. So, so what he, I mean, he's weighing the pros and cons in a very dispassionate, calculated way. And, and certainly one con would have to be, there's going to be serious military resistance. The other one would be Madeline. That would be the other con, yes. Genghis. <laughs> well, Dominic Strauss. I mean, what, what is that his name? Dominic Strauss con. <laughs> what, what is the, um, like, how much of Ukraine wants to be invaded? I mean, what, there, there, there's some, <laughs> well, there's some, const- <laughs> well, there's some, she, she wanted it. There's some, there's some constituency, I assume you said there's a lot of ethnic Russians there. I get, I, well, Crimea was like mostly Russian. I think, I, I don't know that. I'm what is she there, wearing? There's some cr- what is Ukraine constituency <laughs> that, that might want to be part of Russia, but there, there, there is, uh, there is some part of Ukraine, parts of Ukraine that are going to be happy about the invasion. I'm sure. And Louis is got a Louis CK has a show scheduled in Kiev, in uh, I believe in February. So are you going to that? No, um, no, I don't think so. Um, I I uh, I told him I'm available to go with him to Europe, and I haven't heard back from. Would him. Would you be scared to go now? Well, I I don't I don't know I don't I don't think so. But well, look, you know, it might be an interesting. St- if nothing else, I mean, if, I, if, I, if there's danger, it'll probably be canceled anyway. Yeah, but you never know with that kind of thing. Uh, you Haven't you spent so out of time there? You know, yeah, I, I spent some time there. But listen, they, they told the Americans to start leaving there. Oh, okay. the State Department told Americans to start leaving Ukraine. Oh well, then, then, then Louis probably will cancel the show anyway. Yeah. Um, that being said, you know, I'm always looking for publicity, <laughs> and uh, maybe being, uh, you know. You know, comedians, uh, you know, maybe on TV at the airport holding onto the wing of a plane, you know, or like the helicopter leaving Saigon. Yeah, yeah. You know, if that's me up climbing the you know, helicopter thing. Well, you would think the world would, like, I could see why John Lennon sat down and wrote Imagine in some, like, you know, childish, naive moment. Because why are we still having invasions in Western Europe like well, we're not cra- having them yet. We'll see. But, it's, but I'm just saying, it's, it's crazy. It's like you'd crazy. Think, you'd think we'd be past this. But we're not. Well, I mean, you know, the Holocaust wasn't even that fucking long ago. Oh, there were the Jews in the Holocaust again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so that was Ukraine. What was the next topic? What's your... Well, you don't have any view on Ukraine. Well, I don't have a view. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, the idea of... Sending soldiers to war is obviously something that's very serious. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the, the last couple of wars that we did didn't work out so great. And we lost a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know, you have to say, is this something that I would be willing to fight for? Well, you can't go by me because I'm a coward. But <laughs> is it something, you know, I don't know, you know. Um, Fighting to prevent... Uh, uh, one European country from taking over another one is still in the preferred list of good reasons to fight wars, right? This was World War II. The the, the one mistake that everybody agrees on was not standing up to Hitler when he tried to take, uh, you know, before before he went into Poland. Why, Why does Russia even want to invade Ukraine? Like they just want to take over the country. Have well, had, that's where it gets interesting. Have you had chicken, Kiev? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were poking around in their backyard. I think we 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 and uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna sound stupid. I, I shouldn't even say. Let's go on to something else. Okay. Um, COVID. What about Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Um, 
you know, there's a bunch of, I think we discussed this last week, a bunch of scientists, I guess, signed a petition to tell Spotify, hey, you got to sanction Joe Rogan because he's spreading COVID misinformation. And then Neil Young apparently uh, doesn't want his music played on Spotify because he doesn't like what Joe Rogan is saying about COVID. So yeah, Spotify's hanging in there, right? I think so. Yeah, I think Spotify is hanging in there. I mean, assuming Joe Rogan is disseminating misinformation, I don't really listen to him. You know, is 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 Spotify right to just say, well, caveat emptor, you know, we'll say what he says and then it's up to the listening public to <clears throat> to inform themselves and 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 the best way to as Coleman actually will bring Coleman into the conversation, even though he's not here. He tweeted, you know, you got to let people say what they have to say. And 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 more speech is the when did he say that? He just tweeted. Could you find it, uh, Periel? Maybe he just tweeted something. So about it. He said, don't cancel Joe Rogan. I think he said something to the effect of. The best cure for bad speech is more speech. Yeah, it's really dangerous when you start going after, I mean... I mean, on the other hand, a co- private company has the right to... Look, if I went on stage and bombed, okay, that's speech. But you would say, Dan is bombing, we can't have him perform here. Thank you, Nicole. Oh, Nicole's great. Don't cancel Rogan, fight bad speech with more speech. Spread clear thinking about vaccines, mandates, etc. starting here. That was... January 20th, that's yesterday. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, January 25th. So, okay, so a few things. First of all, we've had about a year now of Twitter and Facebook and the rest trying to throttle misinformation, disinformation, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if it is a decreased belief in this stuff stayed the same or increased and made people dig in more on this stuff. I suspect it's probably the last. I think that this movement by big tech and all this stuff has only emboldened people to believe this stuff more. Well, because they think, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a common meme on the internet with a, a quote attributed to Voltaire, but I don't think Voltaire really said it. If you want to know who controls you, then, then what are you not allowed to hear? Something like that. I should have. I'll that's that's I'll actually that, that's what Voltaire said. <laughs> I'll look that <laughs> Somebody up. cleaned yeah, it up. <laughs> Voltaire, uh, Voltaire was never very clear about it. Um, <laughs> he was a stutterer, you know. No, um, I mean when was when he? you try to silence people, the the assumption is is that they're telling the truth because well, they're trying to be silenced by the shadowy figures. Also, so that, that goes to what you're saying. Also, it? yeah, that's number one. But also, we've had a few different things that were not allowed to be said like lab leak hypothesis or Hunter Biden's laptop or uh, the fact that uh, the vaccines might increase the risk of myocarditis, that turned out to be true. And this is where I think it really backfires because once everybody, once they all close ranks and, and don't let you talk about w- just one thing, and then that one thing turns out to be true, then you're like, fuck it. I don't believe anything they tell me anymore. And all of a sudden, you you, yeah, I agree you really you. listen to Rogan. Now, the truth is, I think this guy Malone on Rogan is spreading misinformation. And I did some research into it, and I found flaws in what he was saying. And um, I don't know why Rogan puts these guys on. I mean, I, I think Rogan is an open-minded guy. But uh, it would not bother me at all if Spotify spoke to him and said, listen, th- these are some obvious flaws in what's being said, and can we try to work to vet these people and their arguments because what happens is Rogan brings them on and he reacts like he's never heard this stuff before 
I'm not sure he has never heard that stuff before, but these are things that these people have said before. So, so the, it shouldn't be a surprise what they're going to say. And he has a, his unlimited funds and somebody should research and get ready with the strongest counter arguments, give the guy a chance to answer them. But he's, he's very, um, uh, he, he really allows his guests. He doesn't really challenge his guests well, let, let's, a little bit sometimes, but let, for the most let's part, bring it to you because yeah. you're a business owner and you, and you're in the business of, you know, hiring people that say shit. Yeah. And, and like I said before, if I wasn't getting laughs, you, you wouldn't use me. I use you. Uh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> All right. Um, to, to what extent would you sanction or, or censure a comic that was going on stage and saying some of the things that Malone might've been saying, you know, a comic that went on stage and said crazy conspiracy shit. Would who, you who was packing them in? <laughs> Well, he wasn't packing them. But Rogue is packing them. He's in. a comic that just is a comic. It's different. And, and uh, it's like Megyn Kelly. No, they, they kissed Megyn Kelly's ass until her ratings were what, bad, then they what, couldn't tolerate her. To, bad what, extent, to what extent do you, as a business owner, uh, you know, are responsible for the product that you're putting out? And and well, it seems to me, Spotify must have signed some sort of deal with Rogan. It said you can say whatever. That really really made it clear that they couldn't just cut bait. They knew he was going to have controversial shows and Rogan had to have negotiated a deal for himself that doesn't allow them just to do that. Sure. I think. I mean, I think the the second question is, is Coleman right? Is the best cure for bad speech, more speech or sometimes speech is harmful and and it's better to, and overall society would benefit from, from it not, you know, from from getting rid of it. I mean, is well. I mean, uh, uh, I think the best cure for bad speech is more speech. Now, if if you can look back in time, and you could probably handpick a few people that would not have it would have not been harmful to censor them, like Hitler. Yes. But but uh, no, in general, yeah, I think the best cure. I think the issue speech. is is that it seems like Rogan is endorsing this stuff, and when you have he a is, pl- he is okay, so when you have a platform that big, I think that you can also make an argument that you do have well, some kind of a responsibility. Look, it's, a pri- it's a private company. Spotify has a product that they're putting out called the Joe Rogan Experience, and as the boss, uh, they I mean I don't know what kind of contract they sign, but just as Noam, as a boss at a comedy club, but it's has different. the right to. Well, not so much. I mean, unless they signed a contract saying Rogan can say whatever he wants, but no. But the he, point his, is, his objective. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, what does he care if somebody's getting on stage saying conspiracy theory if they're hysterical well, and they're if really he, funny? If he feels that society is being harmed by what this comic is saying, well, yeah. and Noam is the boss. Yes, they can. I, I think it's their contract. So the thing with Rogan is tough because, first of all, I don't think Rogan's doing it in bad faith, and. You know, a lot of a lot of misinformation can be. Well, look, was anybody doing things in bad faith? Sometimes people do, but, but I, I think Alex Hitler Jones. Hitler really. Felt I don't think it. Alex Jones really thought there was. You know that that shooting didn't happen. The new Hitler whatever. really felt that Germany needed Lebensraum. Yes, he did. <laughs> Hitler was a good faith. Um, so you can cobble together true facts and create a picture which is totally misleading. And I think that's what happens a lot on Rogan's show. I don't think he's traveling in, I don't think they're trafficking in falsities so much. From time to time, one might slip through, but I don't think Rogan would do that knowingly. But for instance, this guy Malone, if you listen to his arguments, every single argument comes down to, 
well, they have a deal. It's always this money changing hands. Why, why doesn't Israel do this? Well, you know, Pfizer has a deal with Israel. And why don't the hospitals do it? Well, the hospitals make more money for every COVID patient they have. And it's, it's, it's classic conspiracy theory stuff. And Rogan doesn't say to him, well, then why do the hospitals push the vaccines so much? Because the vaccines would prevent people from going to a hospital. He has this, this guy Malone has the same answer to everything. He also misstates some facts. Um, I'm not going to bore everybody with them, but I, I, you, I did you, a deep dive on one one thing he said, and it didn't come out. I would just say that Rogan. I haven't really heard the show, but based on what you're saying, he's no gnomed woman. I mean, you put people to the you put people's feet to the coals. Yeah, he, to the extent that that they that they often threaten to leave, and sometimes do. Nobody's ever left. No, but they come very close. You're very, very adept. Yeah, you said at, sometimes too. Well, I just for, I know. No. They, I don't know if I think back to the years. We've had somebody, a couple of guests almost. They are all very. Noam is very good at pushing people to the uh, to the whether, brink. To the brink. Uh, <laughs> um, was his name? Was his, uh, uh, Duca? Lauren Duca was one of them. But the thing uh, is that people uh, like to listen to Rogan. <laughs> yes, they do. So, so look. The problem, the th- well, because for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's got critical mass. Number two, maybe he just has a certain charisma that he just, does. We he's can't, good. He's we good. can't duplicate. And number three, sometimes when you take extreme positions, that's where the money is. The money is not in reason. Uh, well, on the one hand, you know, Reb Tevya would not be a popular <laughs> talk show because he was saying, well, on the other hand, but on the other hand, but she loves him. Well, you should listen to Rogan. I, and I, because this show has Reb Tevya references and that that in and of itself. <laughs> Rogan is not Jewish. It's going to tank your it's going to tank your ratings. Rogan does not strike me as um, operating in bad faith. But but nobody operates in bad. No, I mean I think I think or Rogan not nobody, but I think Rogan has an has an integrity. Actually, many conspiracy people really feel the way they feel. I, yeah. I you know, you I, want to tell the listeners who Reb Tevia is? A guy in Fiddler on the Roof, and he was his daughter was about to marry a Russian who wasn't Jewish, and he said, "But she loves him." But on the other hand, but I don't know. No, actually, that anyway, I don't want to get too into the plot of Fiddler on the Roof. But the point is, is <laughs> the point is, is. <laughs> the, I think the money to be made in podcasting is taking a position on on either the left or the right and and sticking to it and really going all in. Okay, but anyway, getting to it. So, the, but the CDC has shot itself in the foot by giving all kinds of conflicting uh, guidance and promulgating rules that don't make sense, and and they've really made a hash of it. And uh, I don't know, I, I, you know, it's like I was so pro vaccines. And now I feel like they should stop this vaccine mandate stuff. What difference does it make anymore? What difference does it make so what anymore? You're saying, it so, what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, is that that Rogan, maybe some of the stuff as crazy as it sounds, will turn out to be true. Is that is that what you're getting at? And no, I, we, we censor it at our peril. <clears throat> I'm saying that. So, so for just something like masks and kids wearing masks. So I don't want my kids to get COVID. But there is good data that would indicate maybe kids don't need to worry about getting COVID. But so my town, so like they're going to make the kids wear masks. So I said, well, okay, if the kids are going to wear masks, can we please make them wear surgical or N95 masks? Because we all know that cloth masks don't do anything. Can we relate this to Rogan or is this another? Well, it's just, no, it's just an example. So like where, where, this is an example why people had it up to here with this shit and they turned to someone like Rogan. So the town says, no, no, we're not going to do that. I'm like, but we know that cloth masks don't do it. So it's like it's so important to you to have a mask mandate, even though you know that 50% of the masks that are being mandated 
don't protect anybody from anything. And people are not stupid. They know, they see the articles well, that say, I mean, CNN had a headline, cloth masks are just decoration. So you get fucking furious. Say, Look, you're going to put my kid yeah, through this, I, put them through something that's benefiting them, but it's just become like virtue signaling in politics. Well, no, we want kids to wear masks, and it's fine with us if the masks don't actually do anything. People wear crocheted masks. We'll leave Mark Cohen out of this. <laughs> the 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 um. Well, I don't know how many people are turning to Rogan because of what you're saying, and how many people are turning to Rogan because no matter because they're just complete wingnuts that think that the government is putting chips in people. But both, but people are furious about this sort of thing. So now, like, so but, you, but 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 this question still remains: is if if Rogan is putting out false information, that's truly false information. What's the best response? I don't think he's putting out truly false information. I think he's putting out true facts without context. So he will, he might say something like, uh, people who take the vaccine have three times higher rate of myocarditis. But he might not say it's 1,500 out of 200 million people as opposed to 500. You know, you know like that the absolute numbers are tiny. Also that myocarditis is like fully treatable. And, and that no one has died from it. Yeah. So, so... It's the context, you know. Myocarditis, um, President of Greece. <laughs> no, he wrote he wrote Zorba the Greek, oh. I think. Um, th- things like that. So, and I'm I'm no expert on that stuff, but I also I, I disagree. People are stupid. There are plenty of people who are stupid and they believe nonsense that they read off of Facebook. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so, so now the question is, why do we need a, va- a vaccine mandate now? Because the hospitals are filled up with people who are unvaccinated. Why does the healthcare system have to fucking collapse? The healthcare system is not collapsing. Okay. Well, tell that to every it, frontline it, it, worker. It, it, no, it is. There, 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 there is a strain. We, we talked about this couple. There is a strain in the hospital system. I did a lot of research into it. And first of all, you could Google uh, overcrowding of hospitals. There have been many flu seasons where hospitals had to set out tents outside to, to handle the wave of uh, flus. And I don't want the health care system to be overrun. But do you remember why we had mandates? This is mission creep. We had mandates because the vaccine was supposed to prevent breakthrough infections. This was a pro- this is a way of protecting the vulnerable mm-hmm. from COVID. Everybody has COVID now. If you're vulnerable, you're not protected by other people having a vaccine. I still think that, um, I mean, listen, my understanding is that- I thought you- even at the beginning, keeping hospitals from being overwhelmed was one of the stated goals. Of- yeah. That was for the lockdowns to bend the curve. But Flatten it- the curve. Well- Flatten the curve. Flatten bend the curve. The, what, right. I, what did I say? Bend the curve. Bend the curve. Flatten yeah, bend the, the curve, curve is, is bend it to flatness. <laughs> Someday, all right, enough. Mountain, this is boring. Him, I, I am. I am just. I am turning to the right on this stuff because I listen. The people who are not vaccinated, they don't want to be vaccinated. I think it's crazy. They don't want to be vaccinated, and they're not going to get vaccinated. What are you going to strap them down to a table? Immiserate them like like what that means to make them extremely poor. Uh, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, so they can't work. Is that going to help bend the curve too? No, I'm saying like there's there's a part of liberty which says that you don't force people to do something as intimate and as traumatic as taking 
an injection of a medicine what, into their body. What, what, about, what about forcing Hold people? on, hold on. Okay, okay. Unless you have a very, very compelling reason, saving. Uh, uh, yes, absolutely. If it's going to spread through a community, that's, that's a very compelling reason. To, to prevent a hospital wave is not a compelling reason. To protect them from themselves is not usually a, com a compelling reason. We have, I heard a statistic yesterday that like some universities now are not even letting kids, uh, vaccinated kids, go out uh, and eat together. There's all kinds of rules at universities, even though these, if you're double vaxxed and in a university age, you have less chance of dying of COVID than a car accident. This is how over the top everything has become. We're totally in a PTSD, uh, COVID, you know, what would be CDS, COVID derangement syndrome, right? It's like, we're just, it's crazy now. There's a fringe group that's not going to get vaccinated and they're not a threat to me. And that's it. That's like, I'm, I'm done with them. Let them do what they want. Well, you make a uh, interesting point. What, what I, do I care? You know, I, nobody was more pro-vax than me. Nobody. But we're not. Nobody's talking about strapping people down. They're talking about restaurants and and. Um, well, so no, they're talking about they're talking about not letting them work. Okay, okay. But also educating them. Like I feel like there are a lot of people who you really can't educate them. It's all over the world. Every country has this population of people that doesn't want to get vaccinated. Listen, other than the hospital system, I mean, and what if there is a vaccine that they're talking about coming out that does prevent Omicron or the next variant or the next variant? I mean, there are plenty of vaccines that are mandated. Yes, but I mean, this, this is the argument I've made every time. If today was the first day of COVID and the threat we face today was the day we faced on day one, we would have done nothing to react to it. And I don't think that's disputable. We would not lock down. We would not be wearing masks. We'd not, even be, we'd, it, we'd not be forcing anybody to take any vaccines, nothing. We'd say there's a new virus out there. It's filling out, it's filling up the emergency rooms. Almost nobody's dying. We do have a medicine for it. You can take it beforehand as a vaccine. You could take this pill after you get it. And it's just I don't as think that pill is widely available. It will be within weeks, but it's just as effective as the vaccine. The vaccine is not like a vaccine that we were accustomed to. Like, you take the vaccine and that's it. No more chicken pox or no and more I'm mumps. Glad, I'm glad I got like 14 of them. But I'm saying it was that now the vaccine, and I hate to say it because this is Alex Berenson's argument. You know, and I, you know, I don't like Alex Berenson. But he said it's like a therapeutic. He's right. It's a medicine you take. It doesn't prevent you from getting the illness. It just makes the illness very mild, like Tamiflu. You could take it before. You could take it after. Well, what's the difference? Well, the vaccine you have to take before. Right, but I'm saying it's, I don't care what people do. Do you care if somebody's vaccinated or not? No. Now, if you if you were afraid of getting COVID, would you think that you were any safer in Manhattan in a restaurant that limited to people who are vaccinated, people who are not limited to vaccinated? I mean, I don't know. What do the numbers say on Yeah, are they more, aren't, are you more contagious when you're not vaccinated? Maybe you are, on? but is that enough to make you, in other words, if you don't want to get COVID, yeah, half, half the people in the olive tree and comedy cellar had COVID two weeks ago. So maybe it would have been 75%. That's not going to, that's so not are enough. So are you socializing? Is your family now socializing with people indoors without masks, regardless of vaccine status? Is that the position that you're taking? Yeah, what matters now, if we were serious about it, we'd make every restaurant test you before you came in. That was what, that's what would make sense. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The restaurants, when they look that's at your That's crazy, too, because nobody's dying of this. When they look at your vaccine card, typically, um, 
people don't look at it very carefully. I don't know what the comedy seller is up to, but normally when I go to a restaurant, oh, check it hard. I just they just kind of I just pull out my card, they glance at it. Um, what is the worst story? And of course, they're very forgeable anyway. So, what is the worst story you've heard about Omicron? I didn't go to a room. No, in terms of in terms of a health outcome. Well, um, not going to a room is not a health outcome, but it's very serious. Um, missed out on my tan, but uh, I'm just trying to push this, but nobody's laughing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. There, I, there have been deaths from Omicron. I know that. In, that, in your not in my yeah. circle. Andre no. Leon Talley died of um, COVID. Omicron. He was vaccinated. Not sure. Uh, the chance of dying if you're vaccinated. Chance of dying if you're not. Well, meat, meatloaf. I don't know if he had Omicron, and I don't know he, if he was. He vaccinated. was not vaccinated. He was, and he was. He was a walking comorbidity. The guy was old and fat. People die of the flu. Not Thirty, forty thousand a year. Anyway, you know that Meatloaf was um, had a baseball team in my hometown called Meatloaf. He was actually he lived in my hometown and he sponsored a little league team. It was called Meatloaf. Anyhow, I uh, I, I believe can... in the vaccines like crazy. I just don't think it matters anymore in terms of restaurants and stuff like that. I don't see why it matters. Well, my my guess is it'll uh, that all this will. Don't you have to these be vac- mandates will um, be. It'll be canceled soon. But um, don't you still have to be vaccinated to come here? Yes, you do. That's the law. Mm, and I'm saying it's ridiculous. I see. At this point. I see what you're saying. What do we? I don't know. I I wasn't listening. I'm just I kidding. <laughs> I mean, when when this started, it made total sense. It meant nobody in the restaurant would have COVID. You could bring your grandmother there. You could bring your kids there. If you had immunodeficiency, you could go there. And also, by the way, it was a much more deadly strain. Yes. Now. If you are at risk of COVID, you don't go out during a wave. You just don't because people are, I mean, Manhattan's all vaccinated. We, we were the hot point in the, in the country and we we're basically all vaccinated. Israel now has the highest rate of Omicron in, on earth. That's insane. It has one of the highest vaccination rates on earth. So how do you explain that? Duh. That's what I'm telling you. The the vaccine does not protect No, I get infection. that. But how come Israel has the highest rate in the world? That is so crazy. Because the vaccine does not, they're not, doesn't have the highest death rate. But why would it have a higher rate of infection? Well, they probably, they do, they do a lot of testing could too. Could be more testing. Right, that's yeah. it. Uh, could we end with a yes, meatloaf please. song? Is Coleman coming? Yeah, he's on his way. <laughs> he can't come. He has a You never run. play meatloaf on Monday nights. I don't know if that would be... Appropriate for your band, if the, you can do it with. Which song would you like to hear? Paradise. Well, by I Dashboard like Paradise Light. by the Dashboard Lights. You need a, a man and a woman to sing it. No, Maybe call more. You don't. Well, what do you mean? So you could. Well, no, you're right. Um, yeah, enough, enough, enough. Okay, let's sign off. Um, okay, uh, podcast at comedyseller.com for questions, comments, and suggestions. Have we been getting any known? Because I say that no, because we 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 always say the the, pot, the email address. At the I know, end. but we used to get. It seemed like we used to get a lot. We, of we get it from time to time. Usually, people take nitpicking with me about some facts. Well, once we again, get podcast, comments on our YouTube podcast at comedyseller.com, As I said, my book. Po- uh, I forget it. No one's buying. <laughs> um, we'll see you next time Bye. on Live from the Table. <laughs> <laughs>